comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahachko. Joining me as always, he is the co-host of the year. And it's a good, good, refreshing voice to have back since we missed last week's episode. Mike Luther. Hi, Mike. A uh, couple of things I've noticed since I'm looking at myself in the camera here. Uh, the grays are really popping because I haven't uh, uh, done any uh, dying of them mm. yet. Um, also, uh, in my house right now, I am the only one here. Whoa. Because my son got his license recently. Uh, True. So he's full, fully licensed and stuff like that. Um, and he took a trip to uh, his Nana's, my mom's house to go swimming this afternoon and then probably around five ish they well my mom called me and asked if he could spend the night there and it's probably the first time she's been with just nolan for uh, if if honestly if i said 10 years that might be that might be right wow because there's always it'd be like is either his mom has been there or his brother has been there or other cousins have been there so yeah, she called and I, she she asked if he could spend the night or, you know, she said he was thinking about it because it, it was starting to rain and stuff and he didn't really want to drive in the rain. And I was like, I mean, I, I, I told her, I said, look, I can pick him up if you want. Like, I'll drive down there, you know, when she lives 30 minutes away. Yeah. Um, I, I could drive down. And she's like, no, she's like, I, 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 she's like, I can't remember the last time I've spent, you know, one-on-one time with him. So I was like, all right. So we're all going to go. I'm going to be there tomorrow for Father's Day. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's a uh, it's a uh, different in the house right now. I uh, uh, I'm glad you clarified the driving and in the rain part because when you said he got his license, you didn't really specify, and I thought you meant uh, to perform surgeries. Well, that, that too. That oh, too. Okay. That, that's just standard now. Once, gotcha. you, once you get your driver's license, yeah, <laughs> it's the S license, yes. and it's for surgeon. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> operate at your own peril. Well, you know, what's, what's really funny is so we, I went with him to get his license and stuff. And me and him have this running joke between each other about who's taller. And I always say, look, in, in all your government documents, it says 5'10". Because, all I mean, medical records, it says 5'10". And then when he got his permit, he said 5'10". And all mine say 5'11". Um, so when he gets goes to get his license, the gir- a girl asks him height and weight. And he said 5'10", like 145 pounds mm-hmm. or whatever. And and I let it go through everything. I go, Nolan, that was your chance. You could have said five eleven. You could have said six foot, honestly. Right. You know. But you no. Know, so until he gets his, he's going to be smaller than me by all government documents until he gets um, <laughs> his, a new driver's license. I yeah, guess. Yeah, age twenty one. I guess. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Only five more years of yeah. you know, not quite being four, taller four, than actually, that. Four actually, seventeen. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for correcting me. Um, <laughs> so you've had a pretty big uh, life uh, impacting moment there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we in my house might be having a 
I say might. I, nothing's for sure. Nothing's been filled out or applied for. But uh, I've been very interested in a piece of property uh, and for some time. And it was off the market. And then it was recently back on the market. And I know a guy uh, who dabbles in real estate. And so he actually reached out to the selling agent and uh, they have apparently the seller's pretty eager to sell. So I think tomorrow we're going to take a little drive, look at uh, this spot of land and, uh, and quite possibly put in an offer. So what well, number one, uh, congrats and also congrats if you get it. Uh, I was when you first started telling the news, I was seriously thinking you were going to say that Ashley was pregnant. <laughs> and I, and in my head, I'm trying to think of like, is that possible? Like how like how soon after you have a baby? Can you have a baby? Well, and then you and then you started talking. Hold on. And then you started talking about uh, signing a piece of paper or something like that. And I was like, are they going to adopt? And I was I, I was all thinking like I want to be like Greg, turn the podcast off real quick. I gotta we gotta talk about this because you got three already, and I know there are a handful. <laughs> Lovely, yes, but it gotta be a handful. But so you, so no, but it's not that. It's possible uh, renting uh, or get, uh, moving, basically. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, the idea would be get the property because the property's not cheap. You know, and like I'm not, I, I don't have a money tree out back. Um, right. oh, otherwise, I probably wouldn't be moving if there was a money tree in the backyard. Uh, <laughs> but true, get, true, yeah. Get the property, hold on to it for a couple years, probably to pay it off, and and start the process of of potentially looking to build. Uh, but it's in a good location as far as like central to like. My work, it's mm-hmm. closer to Ashley's work. It's okay. closer to, you know, our folks. Um, it's closer to my office. Uh, it's closer to Clinton County. Uh, you know, and it's... Are, are you going to tell me where it's at after the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. It's closer to Mike. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's always a plus. <gasps> Great. Actually, you know what? I got a better idea for you. Okay. Okay. You get the you get the lands. Uh huh. Right? And you are going to build on there, right? Yeah. But yeah. Eventually, but that's where the new podcast studio goes. Already been thinking actually, about it. Actually, you'll be fine with it. She'll be fine with it. it. You know what? Honestly, my selling point on that would be, honey, it will get all of my crap out of the way, like out of sight. <laughs> And she would say, oh, honey, you're right. That's a good point. Let's do that. And it really, I mean, like, I'm not going to go hog wild, but, uh, you know, just a a little space to call my own. Yeah. You know? So. So that's uh, hopefully, maybe not by the next time we record, but by the end of this month, we have uh, an idea of of where we're at in that process. Right. Right. So. Nice. That's awesome. But Mike. People yes. didn't come here to talk about my home hopes and dreams, my well, I mean, real people, estate adventures. People didn't come here to talk at all. People came here to listen. 
I Good came here point. to talk. You came here to talk. <laughs> well, thank you again for correcting me. <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm I'm woefully behind on. Uh, Although, you know what? I I take that back. I don't know what people do when they're listening to the podcast. Maybe they do talk back to us. Who knows? It, it, if those if there are ever those moments where we're um, hesitating, like uh, going going blanking on like a, a name or something like that, and they're like, "It's this, you <laughs> dumb shit," <Yeah. laughs> you know, "It's Robin Williams." Oh, okay. I mean, I would like to think we probably wouldn't forget a Robin Williams. You never know. Pit, but all right, but no, we are here to talk about some things that are of interest to uh, m- m- more than just us, you yeah. know. So more people than just us. So I reached out to you. Gosh, it's been a long time, at least a week. Okay. And and I said, Mike, you have got to watch Dune. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I, I had watched it um, because the new Dune's coming out later this year. It's going to be on HBO Max as well as in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that was the initial plan. There had been rumor or talks that as more of the country opens up, that they might just you know put it completely in theaters. No, I don't know. But David Lynch's Dune from 1980-something, I had watched it. You have watched it, mm-hmm. and my conclusion was it takes like half the movie, I think, to figure out what the hell's going on. I would, yeah. Uh, the initial premise of it when I was reading about it, I'm like, oh, that's pretty standard, not, not standard, but okay, I can get that. But then I, and I started watching it, and I was really paying attention, and I will say it's a good thing I didn't watch it in the theater because I would have hated it in the theater uh, because I could now I can pause it and be like, OK, I can I can take a half hour of this. That's it. Right. Pause it. Do other stuff like it took me probably like three days to watch the whole movie. Same. It, it's um, not a bad movie at all. Um, not even I'm sorry to say any Dune fans out there. Uh, not a great movie either. <laughs> There's some interesting parts of it, and I'm kind of curious. Like, I once I started watching it, I was looking at who was cast as who um, for the reboot, right? For the the 2021 version of it, like, okay, that's interesting. I can see how that goes and stuff. Uh, so, I mean, this is a spoiler alert. Spoilers for a movie that's 20, 30 years old, whatever. Yeah, easily um, 30. Yeah, uh, the <laughs> scene with Patrick Stewart, the fighting thing. Where they're all blocks mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I was like, "What?" I honestly want to know what they were trying to accomplish. Like, I know I get it's the '80s, technology is not as great as it is now. But were they thinking like, "Oh my gosh, this is going to be like state of the art. This is going to be can't miss type of thing." And then, and then maybe in the '80s it was. I don't know. Uh, '80s uh, were a crazy time. My in, my interpretation of that scene because that's the the training scene, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Early on. Is like I thought that that was supposed to be like some kind of virtual armor almost. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, you know, but it, it's yeah, and it kind of encases their whole body, but again, very poorly. It, it's and it's crazy because Dune comes out after Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have, and and I don't know, maybe some might say, well, uh, you know, I'm sure there's some Dune purists who say it's a much better, much more ambitious film than Star Wars, and. Probably not wrong, but it was yeah. it, it, it's after 
at least two Star Wars, you know, yeah. and, and by that point, if you get into the third Star Wars, and I again, I have to double check the dates. I want to say Dune was eighty five, uh, but Probably, but yeah. Jedi was eighty three, and by that point, we've all seen the Sarlacc. But even in a um, uh, Empire, we see that uh, that one worm type creature that you know they they thought that they were in a cave, and I like, I don't think this is a cave. It's a little mushy. So right. the the like the sandworms or whatever were just like you you have you have a template of how visually it could be better you know yeah, uh, yeah. I I, re- I remember hearing no not hearing reading uh, through my own research that I, again I believe it was Empire came out the same year as the Harry. Hamblin? I don't know. Anyway, the original like Clash of the Titans movie. You know, okay. with the little like clockwork owl and, and clay you know, maybe not clay stop motion, claymation, whatever type of, you know, creatures at, at one point. And I'm just like you again you're you're all in Hollywood. There's gotta be some you know, there's no there's no proprietary uh, you know, technology it, it, at that right. point everything's pretty well shared to some extent so you know i just the fact that some studios or some companies production companies are so far ahead of of their competitors technologically speaking uh it really blew me away but i wanted to watch dune because i'd heard of dune uh for a long time um Same. and again with the new one coming out I'm, i was very curious i wanted to have something of a starting point. So I didn't go in cold to the new one. Cause I watched the new one. Uh, you know, it's got Dave Bautista, uh, Timothy Chalamet plays the main guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there are other people I'm sure in the movie, but those are the two names that I've heard the most. Um, Josh Brolin is in there. Okay. I think. He plays the Patrick Stewart role, I believe. Oh, okay. Something like the, uh, like the fighting instructor type. Yeah. Yeah. Nice cat, like the captain of the guard almost. Yeah. Captain of the Guard, Captain Picard. Picard, I, yes, that's hmm. where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and, and like you, I watched it over over a few days, uh, and I, while you would pause it after thirty minutes to get up, clear your brain, you know, shake the cobwebs free, and, and you know, I I had to come back to it, you know, because I kept falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I I hundred percent so, believe that. Yes, uh, but anyway. Um, perfectly acceptable for what it was. I'm I'm looking forward to a modernization and and they, you know I'm not I never watched Twin Peaks. Uh, I recognize the actor who played in the main guy uh, as right. as one of the you know like the key components of Twin Peaks and even the, like the Twin Peaks sequel season or whatever that came out a couple years ago. Uh, and that was just all all David Lynch. Um, so I don't know if like David Lynch had a certain style about him. I think that he might have turned down like Return of the Jedi to do Dune, so I think that's how it lines up time wise. That would have been a very weird Return of the Jedi. I'd have a David Lynch Return of the Could Jedi. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the Ewoks <laughs> in, in that? It would just be like I don't know, very just like really trippy and stuff. Yeah, uh, the word that comes to mind is ethereal. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, now, granted, we're they're all out in space. That's not Earth, but like otherworldly has mm-hmm. has a very type of look to it. So, um, 
no disrespect to Mr. Lynch. I'm glad he stayed away from the yeah. Star Wars franchise. Um, but yeah, so I, I requested, I don't know if it, uh, how I phrase it, requested or challenged you to watch it, but if you've got HBO Max and, uh, three or four days to kill because <laughs> yeah. you're going to need that time to space it out, uh, watch Dune and then let us just know, you know, in the comments what you, what you think, because uh, I'm curious to know if there is there, if there's anybody our generation, you know, because I'm sure that if they're 15, 20 years older than us and they might have seen it at their height of, you know, nerddom or, or, you know, the coming of age, they were like, it's amazing. And, you know, to them, it might still hold up. But it, yeah. if you've never seen Dune, head on over to HBO Max uh, and watch Dune and just let us know what you think. I'd be curious some other opinions on Dune. So, same. Yes. All right. Um, so, let's, before we get to, let, let's talk about some trailers, largely okay. because we just watched a couple. <laughs> right before we started here. Uh, by Greg the way, watch some, Greg watched some trailers that have been on the Urge United Facebook page for probably about two weeks now. The Uncharted trailer, I finally yes. got around to that, and I, I was surprised. Like, look, there's a little bit of Mark Wahlberg, a little bit of Tom Holland, and a lot of, like, video game footage, which I was surprised by. So I'd have to go. I almost makes me want to go back and see if that was, like, a fan trailer because it felt very fan trailer esque. Um, I don't think it was. It, it is weird, that, and, and and that's fine. You know, I'll yeah. I, I, I'll take your word for it. Um, but it's weird that a studio that is trying to build up its live theatrical release would lean so heavily on video game uh, animatics. Well, I mean, it's a video game movie, so. You think this one's gonna? I mean, there's always that stigma, that stink of video game movies, but this is. I, I think because the video games are, are, you know, very. I don't know, Indiana Jones esque, you know, to a degree. I feel like this has uh, a head start, you know, to to breaking that stigma. But I, I thought the same about Laura Croft. You know, Tomb Raider movies as well, and and I don't I don't dislike the Angelina Jolie movies, and and it's my great shame that I haven't seen the one that just came out a couple of years ago, because let's face it, it came out a couple of years ago, and yeah, my life's been a whirlwind. Um, have, where are you at on? And I don't know if we've ever. I mean, we've talked about comic book movies before, but or uh, I'm sorry, video game movies. But where where are you at on like the the Angelina Jolie, Laura Croft movies? I don't think I've ever seen them. Oh, okay. Um, well, that makes it difficult I, to form an opinion. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I would. Um, I don't know if they're on any streaming service. I'm sure I could look that up. I would. I'd be interested to watch the new one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. But as far as video game movies go, and especially um, Uncharted, I I'm going to make a prediction right now that it's going to not be a box office success, uh, budget wise, because that, they they're going to pour a ton of money into it. And it's not going to make the money back. Uh, as far as critically how it's, go, it's going to go, I think it's going to do decent. Uh, they got Tom Holland in there. He's really popular now because of Spider-Man movies and stuff. And, and he's a great actor. Got Mark Wahlberg in there. He's good. Um, I, I think if, well, it comes out, what does it come out, 2022? Sure. So they, so they still have time to advertise it a little bit more, but... 
if it were to come out in like the next couple of months, I don't think it would. I think it would be even worse. I don't know, but because uh, theaters are opening back up, and I think people are wanting to go. So, but still, I don't. I still don't think it's going to make his money back. I counter. I think some point points there. I think financially, it's going to do very well at the box office. Okay, because as you mentioned, all the reasons that I, I think all the reasons that you said it's going to be a critical success the Tom Holland and, and Mark Wahlberg still has quite a bit of equity, I think in Hollywood, you know, and, and among moviegoers. Um, and there's always, I think maybe that curiosity of, of the video game movie, you know, adaptation. But I think the the Tom Holland factor, because say what you want, Tom Holland's charming as heck. He, he's a lot of fun. He, I don't think he takes himself or anything too seriously, which, you know, right. is good for a, a, I mean, he's a young kid, what, 23, maybe something like that right now. Um, so I think, I think financially it's going to be much more successful than it will be critically. Okay. Um, I, and, and look, I, that's not me. That That's just me playing the odds of the video game movie. You know, <laughs> I, I want it to be, you know, I want, I want it to be loved. You know, I yes. want it, I want it, I want it to be, you know, I, I hate Rotten Tomatoes, you know, as an you know aggregate movie score collector, but like, I want it to be 80 five percent or above you know I, I want it to be well because i love the i i, I don't really love, i really enjoyed playing the video games and so i want yeah more uh you know uh, i want more medium of of that story and those characters uh so i want i want it to be very successful on both fronts but i do think that it's going to be more financially now look the studio might say hey the it made eight hundred million dollars. Review said that it stinks, but it made eight hundred million dollars. So money talks, and we'll you know write write up two more pictures. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Get, get to the pictures, baby. Get to the pictures. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I I think I think it's going to be a financial windfall. Uh, critically, maybe not so much. Yeah, um, and so I just looked it up. Uh, it's, uh, it comes out February of twenty twenty two. And the budget is 120 million, which is not as much as I thought it would be, uh, but it's still that's you know, um, yeah. But I, I feel like unless they're you know because I feel if I remember the Uncharted games, there are some supernatural elements, you know, there's some artifacts that glow or you know whatever. Yeah. But I do feel like in a, in a story like that, you might be looking more practical effects, I mean, more like explosions oh, and things yeah. like that, you know. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious, like just maybe what, if it's not, obviously it's not an Avengers and you don't have as many, you know, actors that you have, you know, as many stars that you have to pay <laughs> like you do in, in the Avengers or something like that. Uh, so I wonder if, you know, you get two well-known, uh, actors for, uh, Drake and Sully, and then you don't necessarily have to you know, fill the rest of the cast with Hollywood A-listers. No, so, you shouldn't. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe maybe that's where they, you know, tighten the financial belt a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I, so, uh, a kind of little funny thing about Uncharted, because I have the game, or I have games, the game. Um, and I, I've been playing, I was playing them for a while. Um, and then I, I got to a certain point and then I was like, I want to play Red Dead again. And so I went back to Red Dead. And then, so it was like a couple months later, I went to, I went back to Uncharted and I, at my save spot and I have no idea what's going on. It's some puzzle. 
and I just I have no clue what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I, and I just I looked at it, tried to play it for a while. I'm like, nah, nah. Let me, let me go back. <laughs> so I'm not good at puzzles. Sorry, but I do I did enjoy the game up until that point. <laughs> the Uncharted uh, was the game that I had to go and get a new uh, PS4 controller to play because my OG uh, controller. I, I don't know if, you know, with with a toddler at the time, if it just fell on the floor too many times or what, but there's a point where you are specifically instructed uh, in, in the narration, in the dialogue or whatever, like, stay low, stay quiet, let's get the jump on them. And with, I, I could be, you know, holding the controller like in one hand with just holding it with that, not, not touching the buttons or anything. Right. And Drake's like standing up, shooting a machine gun. I said, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's time to, I think it's time to put 25 bucks down on a new slash uh, used controller from GameStop. Yeah. Yeah. It's understandable. So, um, but anyway, uh, so we watched that. I, I, and again, we talked briefly about, I guess maybe you talked about that uh, on our last podcast. We watched the trailer for um, Monsters, Inc. Workers? Monsters at Work. Monsters at Work. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and that tied in really well with uh, another one of our recent episodes uh, where we talked about our top five uh, animated family features and number mm-hmm. one being Monsters, Inc. for you. Uh, yes. So being back in that world, and I guess that's going to be a series uh, on I think so, on yeah. Disney Plus. So uh, that's got to make you pretty excited, right? To be to be back in uh, Monstertopia or wherever that is. I, I got right now on Disney Plus. I got my my Loki, and I'll have my um, my monsters at work. Loki monsters at work. You know what you need to uh, throw in there from time to time. Mm. Fantasia. <laughs> No. Okay. All right. No. <laughs> Fine. Uh, so moving on to another trailer that I just watched that I think I was the one who actually shared on the Facebook page a couple days ago, and that would be the uh, season two trailer for Stargirl. Yes. Now, as a reminder, Stargirl was an HBO Max show. Actually, that might have been a DC Universe show. Yes, ended up on HBO Max when HBO Max became a thing. And last year when uh, production companies shut down because of the pandemic and we had really a summer to fill, CW or or Warner, whoever makes that call, said, hey, well, we've got this show that's just sitting here on HBO Max. It's already done. Why don't we just put that on CW? So they did with Stargirl. And it was a... Success now. Having I didn't watch it at that time, but you know I think it was just a couple months ago. You know, you and I were were watching her. I said, "Hey, you should watch Star Girl." It has a CW feel. Like, there's no reason why it shouldn't be on CW, right? With the exception of, and tell me if I'm right, wrong, or somewhere in between. I think when they had it on DC Universe or HBO Max, they could maybe spend a little bit more. I think that's Probably. one of the one of the hindrances of of the CW shows is. They get um, reined in on the special effects budget, you know, from time to time. Uh, so, but we really enjoyed the first season, mm-hmm. and now that the second season is on its way, uh, we got our first look at a Green Lantern in the. I guess I don't even know if you call it the Arrowverse because I don't think Star Girl connects with the others, but 
You get a, a Green Lantern coming in season two, Mike. Do you get a Green Lantern or do you get Green Lantern's daughter? If she's a ring slinger, it's a Green Lantern, that's, Mike. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Because I, the ring is it's it's like Harry Potter. The wand chooses the wizard, the ring mm-hmm. chooses its wearer. That is that is very true. Um yeah, it looked it looked interesting. Um I <laughs> I mean, my memory is horrible. So when they first started, uh, I started watching. I was like, I don't remember what happened on the end of this uh, this season one. But I surprisingly, it was a massive satellite dish up out of the football field at the high school. Standard fictional Blue Valley, Nebraska. Everybody, go go big blue. It's not Um, what they say in Nebraska. It's go big red. But well, I mean, in this in this one there. Blue Valley, so it's different. It's a parallel universe, Greg. In that universe, they say "Go Big Blue" and they love Iowa. <laughs> there, you know why it's so windy in Nebraska, Mike? Why is that? Because Colorado blows and Iowa sucks. Okay, okay, nice, nice, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, Best yeah, friend so of the show, I, Josh, is going to love that joke. I, I. I we should we should have just t- taken a, uh, a a pause there, and <laughs> hopefully he's able to to get up from the floor from laughing and rewind to this spot now. Um, so yeah, I uh, I I uh, I'm excited for it. I would watch season two. However, let's be honest, it's, it starts in August. Um, it's probably going to be instead of ten episodes, it's probably going to be twenty three. Let's say that is problematic. Um, that, that's my big concern. Yeah, and so there's going to be a lot of filler episodes, um, and it's not going to be well. I don't know if it's going to be on HBO Max anymore, even like in a year. You know, so yeah. So I know, uh, having just watched that trailer, you know, and you watched it with me thanks to the uh, magic of technology. Mm-hmm. Um, your your ancestors called it magic. We call it science. Where I'm from, they're one of the same. Oh my God, Thor! Is that you? It's me, Jane. <laughs> wow, it's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> I thought Chris Hemsworth was here for a second. Hammer! <laughs> oh, see, Chris Hemsworth, you sound sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll talk about Thor later, <laughs> um, or at least his brother. Um. Yeah. So they said on the trailer that you know it'll be on CW in I think you said September, uh, and on the CW app the next yeah. day. So yeah. the nice thing is, and I found this out, and I've shared it with you and others. You can watch the CW app for free. Yeah. I don't think there's any check on like, do you even have a cable provider? You know, because I mean, I do have a cable provider, but I watched all of Swamp Thing on there, and I don't know if we ever really put a bow on Swamp Thing or the fact that in the Swamp Thing show, they brought in Blue Devil, which is a deep cut. Um, but that Swamp Thing was a fun show. Um, I've been watching a little bit of Superman and Lois on there here and there. Um, but I I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say I've given up on the CW, but I've given up on the CW. <laughs> I'll watch new seasons of Flash whenever it comes to um, Netflix and maybe Legends of Tomorrow. 
that's about it. Just because I'm I've I've already watched I don't know five seasons of Flash. Might as well just keep watching it. Yeah, you're 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 know, pretty far yeah. in. They they have a name for that which I can't remember now, but it's like a technical term of of uh like a cut your loss ratio or you know yeah. like I I was to a point. You know, we've talked about this before with the uh, Walking Dead, where I I I had set so many in the DVR that I was probably had probably as many sitting in the hopper to watch as I had watched. And I'm like, I just don't think I'm going to find the time to watch 43 episodes of, of uh, yeah. walking dead. So I, I moseyed on and maybe, maybe I, I'd I watch more than that, but yeah, I don't see how you have time to really watch anything. And that's also, I, I rarely recommend any series to you. Cause I'm just like, he's not going to watch it. So well, like a movie, I think a movie you could watch, but it, like, like we we talked about this before the podcast. I decided to start to watch Lucifer. Mm-hmm. That's five seasons, and like I said, it, you know, it starts off thirteen episodes, and then it goes into like the twenties and stuff like that. That's not going to happen. No, no. Uh, I, I've been, I've been busy. You know, this this past week I was gone for work purposes till let's say. And I'm not saying like I have it tough, you know. I know that people have tougher jobs, things like that. But, but uh, it, I was probably back no earlier than seven o'clock about every night this week, uh, which for me is like okay. Well, I get back late, you know. I'm not gonna have a hot meal uh, or you know whatever. But it puts a lot of, of strain on my wife. So, um, yep. but you know, and then I went golfing this morning. So uh, that didn't probably help but 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 i did ask if she wanted me to cancel and she said no Um, okay well uh, now did she say no or no uh and she's not gonna listen i called her uh just do sign language greg (laughs) greg's greg's looking uh making sure his wife isn't there it's like I said her name too many times. <laughs> no, um, I asked her, you know, last night. I said I can, I can cancel, you know, if, if need be. I haven't paid any. You know, I haven't paid anyone. Actually, mm-hmm. it's fine. So, and then I thanked her. She, she was like, "Oh no, definitely go. Yeah, that's what I want." <laughs> You're like, "All right, well, I, okay, cool. I guess you really want it." I, I didn't know you were, had such strong feelings about my golf game. <laughs> Yeah, well, all right. <laughs> yeah. The, hey, uh, thanks, honey. You can walk uh, off the door. And my superhero name is Captain Inability to Read Sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good superhero, actually. I actually like that one. <laughs> Captain Everything at Face Value. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I forgot where we were at. Um, okay, you, so let's talk about. Yeah. No, you first. Good. I was gonna say you. You I was gonna, you talked about. Uh, you were gonna talk about uh, Disney Plus uh, show or movie that you watched. Yeah, so it's new on Disney Plus as of uh, this weekend. It is a Disney Pixar joint, mm-hmm. and it is called Luca. Or have you heard of Luca, Mike? I have. I have heard of it because I see it on my Disney Plus, staring at me. <laughs> It's uh, a brand new picture from Disney and Pixar. It is mm-hmm. their second consecutive uh, Disney Pixar 
joint to bypass the theaters and be straight to not a, not not even Disney Premium or Premiere or whatever it is, but just Disney Plus. You just watch it. Yeah, you can just watch it. Uh, this is the second one after Soul, which came out uh, right after Christmas, like maybe the twenty mm-hmm. sixth or something like that. Twenty fifth, my bad. Anyway, uh, so uh, two straight, which. I don't know if that strange relationships between Disney and Pixar. I, I don't know. I don't care. Uh, but Luca, we watched it. My son, uh, he initially said that he wanted to watch Jurassic Park. So as I was going to get there, he, Luca was on like on the PlayStation 4 screen, you know, under streaming options. Like, Luca's right here. You can watch it right now on Disney+. Plus. And I, he said, oh, Dad, let's watch that. I said, well, I don't. let's not get your hopes up, son, because we might have to pay for it. And we're not going to pay for it. <laughs> Right. You know, uh, but I got into Disney Plus. It was right there. I said, okay, cool. So we watched it. It was a lot of fun. You know, it was not the best Disney Pixar movie. Okay. But it was, it was fine. You know, it was enjoyable. Um, it would, did it hold the boys' attention? Nothing will hold the boys' attention. Yeah. I I mean, I get it. You can, like, we'll put on a show or a movie for him. Mm-hmm. Something that he asked, I say, all right, sit down and watch. No, then why are we? I, I could watch, you know, I, I could watch a lot of other things. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I'll put on the movie or the show you want to watch. All I ask is that you sit still. Can't do it. No. Nope. Okay. Okay. But did you enjoy it though? It was fun. Okay. Had a nice little. uh there was a little swerve, a little like, Ooh. oh, no, he didn't. Okay, okay. Uh, and then there was, as is the way in Disney Pixar, or Disney period, um, or kids movies in general, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not a whole lot of cliffhanger endings. Um, <laughs> but at the end, there was a reconciliation. Okay, so. okay. You, yep, you basically just described pretty much every children's movie there. <laughs> yeah. There's a little conflict, but it never goes out like on a on a sour note, you know. So, yeah. so it was fun. Um, I don't think Nolan's going to be interested in it. I feel like he's past the age. Of yeah, the, definitely. But uh, parents of young children out there got a lot of bright colors. You know, the animation's very well done. Uh, you could do worse than watching Luca. So true. So, so true. true. So, uh, Mike, speaking of reviewing things, this just came to mind. Okay. A week or so back, maybe a shade uh, past, we mm-hmm. got an email at nerdsunitedpodcast oh. at gmail.com. So, uh, with that, yeah, um, I haven't been, I didn't be able to do anything with it because, uh, and maybe I could try to look on the, the laptop. When I tried to get the PDF on my phone, nothing came through. Okay. I got like I clicked and clicked, but now that you mention it, I'll, I'm going to go right now to my because I completely forgot about that. Me too. Um, yeah. Uh, you sent it to me. okay. God. Yeah, because I you know I got the Dropbox app and all that stuff. Oh wow! Um, for just for this or? Well, yeah, but I mean it's free. So. Um, so it, while while we look at that, uh, I have. The email pulled up uh, from Tom Steven, uh, writer, creator, 
who signed with Marcosia Enterprises, a 120-page color graphic novel called Return, with its release date in nine days, June 28th, 2021. Uh, we've got a press release okay. and a watermarked PDF of the work. Uh, he he sent it to us, nerdsunitedpodcast at gmail.com, uh, because uh, he would like to uh, read it. He would like us to read it and offer our esteemed review. Okay. So I can pull it up on my laptop. Hot dog. So I will read it. And hopefully we do a podcast next week, and then I can do a spoiler-free spoiler review on it. I mean, I pulled up the cover. The cover looks pretty nice. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, see what I can do here. I, I have I don't know anything about it uh, besides just the stuff that you talked about. Uh, kind of just scrolling through a little bit of the um, the review copy. Good, really good artwork. Uh, yeah. Really interesting. The um, uh, artist is uh, again Tom Steven, writer, artist Kevin Lowe, colorist Amira Arkin, lettering is PHI or maybe Five Studios. Don't know. Editor there, Marcosia is Jerry Hines. So I'm going to keep this open and see what I can manage with this. The lettering's really nice. Um, yeah. On that opening, uh, maybe, maybe second page, the the chapter one. Mm-hmm. Kind of oh, cover. Yeah. Uh, you get down oh, into yeah. lettering on the credits, and it's it's really well done. So, yeah, chapter one down. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind and uh, refer to that if I ever have time. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'll I'll try to I'll try to get through it all. Um, if not, I'm going to get through at least a big chunk of it before before next week. Sounds good. I'm I'm going to write that down since so now I will forget. I've got a 600-page book for work I'm supposed to be reading, but I've yet to crack that, and I've had the book in my possession for about two months. <laughs> and I got to get li- I got to read it to get licensed on a- some stuff. But uh, yeah, well, get to it, goddamn! It the it it's the stick. It, yeah, hey, you know what? It ain't gonna get any smaller. What what we've been doing at work uh, is we do a lot of practice quizzes practice tests all together like jointly um and and we've been using that as a study but so far the only person in the office who's passed the test didn't do any of that he's read the book i'm just not a good test taker and i'm not a good studier and uh i hate reading for work purposes i mean is so you have to to do this in order to get your a, a license or something like that you said yes sir now do you need this license for your work I mean, if I want to be able to offer these particular types of financial do products. You, do you get more money in, when you get this license? So there you go. <laughs> because you just talked about how you're going to buy land. And that's the one thing I'll never be able to do. But I know it's not cheap. So the more money you have, plus with th- you know with three kids, you're probably going to need some money. Yeah. So... <sighs> I'll work on it. What's more important, though, reading that or reading Return by Tom Stevens? I mean, for, for, for you, that the 600-page <laughs> book that you've had for two months. I have thumbed through it. I've taken a live course. Like, I've okay. done some okay. studying materials. It's just okay. I've not read the book. The book is 
intimidating. It'd be like reading yeah. War and Peace if War and Peace was boring. Yeah. But I mean, it is, I'm sure. <laughs> um, now, I, I will also say that uh, I, if just reading a 600 page book would not help me in most things. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to read it and then. Like I'll take a test. Yeah. Like it would have to be. I would have to cut it into sections myself. Be like okay, and then I'm not that I would do this, but it would be smart to be like okay, this is section one, and here's a, a quiz I'm going to give myself for section one. And maybe that's in the book. That's too. the best I part. Know. I don't even have to give myself quizzes. There are like quizzes after each section or chapter. Right. Okay. So if there is that, that, yeah. that then that's good. I. Yeah. It would be like the best bedtime story for Garrett. Because if this crap doesn't put him to sleep in three minutes, then there's no hope. There you go. That's so, all right, Mike. Uh, so you are going to read Return and get mm-hmm. back to us. Uh, uh, we can certainly, you know, if you have a few sentences that you can put together, we can email uh, Tom. That that'd be great. Um, get get you in the credits, Mike Luther from Nerds United Podcast. That's how we're going right. to make ourselves famous, Mike. Is uh, doing com- reviews on independent comic books. Hey, that works for me. So, Send them uh, our way. Now, staying inside the Disney Plus family, mm-hmm. we are now two weeks in to a little show about a god of mischief we all know and love named Loki. Yes, Loki. 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 Lakai. I like Lakai better. Yeah. Lakai. Uh, so, I mean, we're, by the time people hear this, we're four days into episode two, so I'm not too worried about spoiling things. Nope. Uh, so we'll just give one big generic spoiler alert. If you feel like maybe you don't want to hear about Loki right now, then just skip ahead a few minutes. We'll periodically say Loki. And if you hear that, keep skipping. Couple minutes and until we move on yeah, to our next topic. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, uh, so I will say that I the first episode of Loki was my favorite first episode of the Disney Plus whatever you call them uh, Marvel uh, shows. I'm still liking this one. And, and once again, I know people are fans of WandaVision, and I will I will keep saying this. My problem with WandaVision wasn't even the show itself. It was all the rumors I kept hearing about it. So anyway, um, if you like WandaVision, awesome. Uh, I So did, did those – I mean, I, I know we're going back a couple months, but did those rumors actually take away your enjoyment of the show itself? Y- yes, yes, because I was expecting – not that I, I I liked WandaVision, right, don't right, get right. me wrong. But if you're expecting, and I've said this before, so sorry to repeat myself, everybody, but hey, maybe you're new to the podcast. I don't know. Um, but it, when you're watching WandaVision and you're expecting Reed Richards to show up yeah. or you're expecting Mephisto to be there and that doesn't happen, then, yeah, it goes from like I'm expecting this this uh, you know level 15 out of 10 and I get an 8 out of 10. So eight out of ten is not bad at all. No, eight out of ten is really good. Eight out of but ten helps me pass my test. Yeah, when you're expecting a, a, a fifteen, then you know. But that's once again, that was my fault, and and I kind of learned from that. So watching Falcon Winter Soldier, first of all, I don't even think there was any rumors because I think everybody learned from WandaVision. 
just to take it as it is. Right. But even if there were rumors, I didn't listen to them. I just well, watched it for what it is. Um, same with even and Loki now. Um, they mentioned certain things that I'm surprised hasn't blown up into big rumors. Like they mentioned specifically the multiverse. They say the words multiverse right. in there. It's not like what they said. It splits off into a, a multiple variations. No, no. They say the words multiverse. They show a picture of somebody who could be confused for Mephisto. Um, in the, in the state, in the church, the stained glass or whatever. Um, the kid, the kid points at him. Now, I think, obviously, I think what they're, they're saying it's Loki actually, mm-hmm. or a variation of Loki. But, once again, if this is, if this were the, happened first. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. 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 yeah and there would be, you know, Mephisto confirmed. Uh, all over the internet. Um, but so putting all that, all that aside, um, I, I, I'm hoping we get to see more variations of Loki. Um, we do get to see, once well, again, spoiler alert, if you haven't gone forward enough, um, we do get to see Lady Loki. One of the, do versions. we? I, I believe she's Lady Loki. There are, um, some of the like the the credits of in foreign languages things like that have her as Sylvie, aka yes. Enchantress. Ah, okay, so maybe yeah, a in in Asgardian, you know, in her own right, but mm-hmm. yeah, so they might be playing some tricks with you. That's that, that is true, absolutely. Um, also, I I I like that so. This is the Loki version right after Avengers. So, yep. he, he's he doesn't get he hasn't redeemed himself and then, you know, crossed Thor and then redeemed himself again, but he does get to see what would have happened if he didn't take the the Tesseract and and, you know, go into right. a different time and stuff like that. Um and you can you can you see him getting emotional when his mom dies. Sure. Obviously, you know, and when he sees that he's kind of the fault of it too, which I didn't even remember. Um, and I'm sure I've I've watched Thor: uh, Dark World more than once. Um, Can you really? Would you put money yeah. on that? A hundred percent, I have. Uh, only and only because uh, I know I, I say when I say more than once, probably only twice, maybe three times, but I'll, I'll say only twice. Um, for well, first of all, for a while, you know. There wasn't that many Marvel movies out at that That's true. time. That's true. Um, but I did. I have gone back because uh, I watched the trilogy, you know, or one, two, or three, just because you know why not. Um, so I didn't. I didn't. I and I didn't pick up on the him saying, "Oh, take the stairs to the left or whatever." And then I then now watching this, I'm like, "Oh, okay." So uh, and then he also, you know, he's. I I, I think he he's obviously. Good-ish. Um, obviously, you know, we see in the, in the future that he becomes better. But I think even now, in, in if you take Loki right after Avengers, right after he tried to rule everybody, I think there's still some obviously good in him because just him watching the, his his life, right. essentially the Thor and Avengers movies, um, he I, it, it, to me it seemed like he could look at himself and go, "Oh, that's what I could have done." You know, mm-hmm. and so he's trying to help out a little bit. Yeah, so so definitely, you know, the, I think maybe the most emotionally impactful scene, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, was the death of his mom. 
Yeah, Freya. Yeah. Uh, he also saw what we saw in Thor Ragnarok with uh, uh, Odin, you know, uh, dissipating into the atmosphere. Right, and right. Then, yep. And then you're right at the uh, um, beginning of Infinity War. Uh, you know, in, in his confrontation with Thanos, he's like, oh, that did not go the way I thought it would go. Uh, so, yeah, I think he's – but but he's also being, for lack of a better phrase, groomed. Like Owen Wilson, yeah. like Owen Wilson is so good. And it's and it's so weird, you know – I mean, not weird, but it's ironic that, you know, like, he both – he's kind of as a, a, a mentor of sorts to Loki in the MCU and old Lukey Poo – uh, is a mentor to a new version of the Justice Society uh, of America over on the aforementioned Stargirl. So I would have never guessed 10 years ago that we'd see both Wilson boys in, in some genre, you know, superhero big two shows. Yeah. And But Owen, I, it, it got me thinking, like, I don't think Owen Wilson's done a movie that I can't watch, you know? Like he was be in uh, behind enemy lines. He was in uh, um, I Spy. Remember that movie that he was in? Mm-hmm. With, uh, he and Eddie Murphy were in I Spy. Yep. Um, uh, of course, like Wedding Crashers. You know, he he's done a couple of oh, those yeah. with yes. with uh, Vince. But he did another one with Vince Vaughn. I believe it's called The Internship. And yeah. It's yeah. Such uh, like look, it's such a fun movie. You know, and, and again, it's it's similar in that you know, like there's there's all that like. Wilson and Vaughn humor, but at the same time, there's that like that crescendoing third act, that climactic uh, portion where they're on a roll and they are knocking out of the ballpark and and, and saving the day and, and winning and and uh, you know good, good versus evil or you know like normal guys versus assholes type of thing you know uh, so like I'm really struggling to find an Owen Wilson role that I was like. I don't know. Um, okay, I it, it took me a while. It's not his fault. I just don't care for the movies. But Zoolander, I know he. Oh he, yeah, uh, he, he's a Hansel or something. Or yeah, uh, and then I, no, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I can understand why you don't like it. I I enjoyed the, at least the first Zoolander. Yeah. Um, for for what I mean, it is it's just a silly movie. Oh sure, I, I can understand. And then he and Ben Stiller were in uh, like they made a Starsky and Hutch movie, yeah. which I was like. It didn't didn't seem like it fit in in the twenty first century. No. Um, but outside of those two, I mean, again, I I I really had to like struggle to find those. But uh, uh, dude, such so so charming, charming as can be, and and I'm really happy for him at, at, with this. Like, maybe perhaps next phase of his career. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my Owen Owen Wilson love right there. Yes, and I, I was just looking at his filmography. He has tons of movies. Lots. I like. He, he definitely uh, stays busy, which is good. That's what you're supposed to do as an actor. Um, I was going to say something else about Loki. Now I can't remember. Um, Loki the show or Loki the character? Loki the show. Mm. I like how uh, in, towards the, the end of that second episode, uh, Lady Loki or Enchantress, whomever that Enchantress might right. be, uh, was like bouncing around and almost like infecting, uh, yeah. like the host and you know like taking over. Uh, so you never really knew and, and didn't didn't have a, a a corporal form, you know. It just was like it invaded them in spirit until she finally revealed herself. I was like, that's right. 
like for a minute there, I thought that it was like Loki uh, had been, you know, that that lady guard or, or whatever, lady officer the whole time. You know, like it had just been like that's why, that's why they're one step ahead because they're there in infiltrating right, exactly, you know, on the yeah. inside. But uh, then they really showed that process, and I I really was it uh, Randy. <laughs> I I just appreciated that that entire sequence. I was going to say that was okay. This is what I was going to say. That just kind of reminded me of. Um, so when he was watching his movie, and it and, well, it, it obviously he sees his own death. Mm-hmm. Uh, then then he also he talks to Owen Wilson. Um, and he was like, I can't go back, can I? And he's like, no. Like, for whatever the time, uh, whatever. Sacred timeline. Contin- yeah, whatever. Like, he can't, because he sees all the good that he, he can do, but he can't ever go back there. Um, and then he sees all the, the power stones and the infinity stones just in a drawer. And he realizes, like, oh, like, as powerful as those are, they're, they're literally paperweights here. And that's yeah. what they say, they. Oh yeah, they, we collect these all the time. So sure, uh, I, 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 paperweights. Yeah, yeah. I felt I, I felt bad for him when he found that out, and like I said, when he found out he can't ever go back. And and that's interesting because it. I I find it. Inter- does that mean that there's no? If you think about it, mm-hmm. does that mean that there's no Loki? In like the timeline from the point that he leaves in Avengers, because if then how do you? How do you get all those other moments? I mean, time travel in in that regard is very tricky. Time travel in all movies and in life in general is very tricky. Yeah, that's probably why we haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. So that flux capacitor <laughs> doesn't work for shit. You know. I mean, well, one thing uh, for Loki, he even mentions he brings up the Avengers, and he's like, "Hey, there's the ones that you should be arresting. There, they came back, and, you know, whatever." And they're like, "No, that's all part of the plan." Silliness. What were you going to say? Sorry. I was going to say, you can buy a flux capacitor at O'Reilly's. Obviously, yeah. Everyone knows that. But but here's the thing, though. Del- you can't get a DeLorean. That's true. Work those are a, little, those yeah. are a little tougher to come by. Harder to get. Harder to get. <laughs> yep. uh, all right. So as we uh, have gone on almost an hour now, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to spend the last uh, bit of the show talking uh, about another series that we both watched over on Netflix. Uh, it is a DC Vertigo show. And I, I said to you, the great tragedy, I think, is that DC didn't, you know, DC let it go. You know, it's not on HBO Max. It's on Netflix. Um, and I don't know, maybe they didn't know what they had, or maybe they had no interest in it, or maybe they would have bungle the fuck out of it like they tend to do with things. You know, another interesting thing about um, Sweet Tooth is what we're talking about right now. Yes, sir. Uh, it was produced by the Robert Downey Jr. his wife production team. The Robert Downey Jr. and his wife production company, I, you're right. Yes. <laughs> also known as Team Downey. Team so, Downey. Downey's getting that Marvel money and that DC money now. Isn't that crazy? See, and, and I, I'm still Team Evans. Caps, yeah, Caps my guy. Yep. Caps I think, my yeah, I don't, guy. I, you know what? I have never met one person that was like, oh, I'm Team Iron Man. Everybody was Team Cap. Have you? 
No, but now I'm curious. If you, like, going back to Civil War and the Sokovian mm-hmm. Accords and things like that, folks, mm-hmm. uh, if you were Team Iron Man, let us know in the comments. Because, quite frankly, I wonder if you exist at all. I don't, I, I've never met anybody that was Team Iron Man. I've met people that like Iron Man. Sure. But I, but don't, in that, I don't, in that Civil War uh, stuff, the, the, you know. And nope. fur- furthermore, and I'll take one step further, in the comics, in the Civil War comic mm-hmm. and everything, I was firmly entrenched and still am in Team Cap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, he's the right one. There you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth. Um, back on topic. Here we go. I, ca- I can't remember if I started watching it and recommended it to you. You did. Okay, I did. Okay, that's right. That th- um, This one's a Mike L. joint. Yeah. So, uh, spoiler alert for this too. Um, so I, I remember I, I, I was looking up how many episodes it was and it says eight episodes and I, I'm on the eighth, eighth episode and I realized like, and I was I'm like 15 minutes in and they're only last like an hour. And I was like, I, I gotta look this up again. Maybe there, it's actually, I looked it up wrong. Maybe it's actually 10 episodes because I'm like, this isn't going to end. In this episode, there's no way there have too many threads that they've still got to bring back or wind up or whatever. Right. I'm like, maybe they'll do. And I, I literally I looked up my phone again. No, eight episodes. And I'm like, OK, so I like the whole series up until the last episode, because, of course, it's a cliffhanger type type of episode. They they close a few threads. I'm probably saying that saying wrong. Who knows? I don't care. Um, a few things are 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 uh, closed, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the main part isn't. And look, I hope Sweet Tooth is successful. Uh, looking at uh, IMDb, it's an eight point one out of ten, so good. So hopefully they have a second season. But I wish some times series would just be like, "Hey, this is this is this is an ending to it." And if we do get a second season, it'll be okay. We have, we have a new story, but don't I, I just. It's going to really suck if there wasn't a second season. Because you know what, Sweet Tooth season two, uh, anything confirmed? Probably not. I'm actually trying to pull that up right now. Um, so one of the things I, I like about uh, Sweet Tooth is the kid himself, mm-hmm. Gus. Uh, yeah. plays it. I mean, he plays it perfectly he's got that young innocence that you know he's been he's been his whole life in the, in the woods with his you know dad his pubba you know as mm-hmm. he calls him and and uh you know they've been maybe he he didn't get into the specifics as to why they were like in the woods but he's a special kid you know he's he he's got antlers growing out of his freaking head yeah and, well and so I, I the reason they were in the woods is basically hiding from people yeah, because of the apocalypse, whatever. I mean, like I know that virus. Yeah, but was it ever explained to to Gus to Sweet? Oh, Tooth? to him. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. You know, that's what I mean. Um, right. So, uh, first of all, uh, Jeff Lemire, Lemire, uh, talented mm-hmm. uh, writer. You know, talented as can be, and uh, uh, you know, d- created Sweet Tooth. But there, there's a certain, uh, pardon the redundance, uh, but sweetness 
to this show. You know, everything, everything with the Gus character is, you can't help but pull for him, even when he's like having a bad day, like having a temper tantrum. Right. Because I think you, you get into the, you come to the realization very early on that this kid has no idea what the world is outside of his you know, like fenced in area. And all he's oh, trying yeah. to do is survive, uh, you know, and then he, he goes on a, uh, the, the quest, you know, because it's a hero story and, and heroes have to have a quest of some sort, uh, has to go on, on the quest to find his mom. But they come to realize that mm, he's probably cooked up in a laboratory somewhere. Yes. Yes. Um, um, have you, I don't, you've never read the comic books. Either, I've right? not. No. Okay, me neither. Obviously, uh, I have heard though it's kind of dark. I believe that. Yeah. Um, also, you mentioned eight 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 point one out of ten on IMDb, ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And here's the thing: I, like, I love the casting across the board. Uh, Will yeah. Forte as as the as Pubba. I had to keep looking up who the narrator was. It's James Brolin, which is fantastic. Uh, yeah. The 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 big guy or big man, uh, Jeopard, yeah. Nanzo Anosi. I've seen him in other things before. I don't. I'm not familiar with the the young lady who played the bear character. Um, but they, I mean, they they did such a good job in casting. In and this is not one that I I I didn't like catch a lot of marketing for this one. You know, like it. I I, I saw it on Netflix. You know, I think maybe mm-hmm. PlayStation Four recommended it you know however right. that works but I, I wasn't gonna watch until you said hey man you, you should watch you, you should watch sweet tooth and yeah and, i think and, i think i think i said at least check out the first episode and see what you think and i, I was hooked i mean i I, yeah. I watched you know those eight episodes in in mm-hmm. a shade over a week maybe and, yeah yep. and uh you know it's just you have so many uh wheels in motion in this show, but nothing, nothing feels incohesive, you know. Right. And and I feel like the the flashback type episodes or moments are very well like established. Mm-hmm. Like when you, I think it's episode six, maybe called. Probably. I think it was called when Papa meets Birdie. Yeah, yeah, or, or something like that. Uh, and and but even that, you know, it, it's. It's a flashback episode, but there's they still have moments that bring you back into the present. So uh, you have an episode, and this might be seven or eight, I think, eight, uh, big man. You know, he takes his wife, she's in labor, and takes her to the hospital. But that's, again, right at the beginning. And, and how, how – uh, my concern with it is that it feels too relevant to today as far as, like, Everybody's got to wear a mask. Everybody's got to like get the temperature taken and things like that. And I'm like, you know, I feel like going, you know, 10 years from now, it's all going to feel a little dated, but for the moment, I'm, I'm really digging sweet tooth. Yeah. I don't, well, I, I it's, it's just a happenstance that, you know, this came out when it did and really when the pandemic came out when it did. Um, Cause I don't, I don't think that was the original plan for it. I, I mean, um, I think it was. I mean, I'd have to go back and actually look like when it went into production. No, I'm, I'm, say, I'm like saying that. like they didn't create this. They didn't take the adaptation of the comic book and go, 
we're going to do this because of, of there's a pandemic. No, I, I like, don't think there so. Was a, there was a plan beforehand. We just happened to be going through a pandemic or happened to have gone through a pandemic. You know? um, uh, I would say right now you're going to get probably in five years from now, you're going to get a lot of pandemic movies because they're getting written right now. Right. Uh, so courtesy of Wikipedia, again, grain of salt, mm-hmm. uh, April 9th of last year, so 2020, was announced that the series had been moved from Hulu to Netflix. May 12th of 2020, Netflix had given the production a series order that consisted of eight episodes with Evan Moore attached to the series as a producer. Beth Schwartz served as a writer, executive producer, co-showrunner alongside Mickle. Um Series was released June 4th. Uh, is Yeah, Jeff Lemire has, has acknowledged the series has a lighter tone than the comic books. Uh, series stating that he and Mickle wanted the series to bring a new perspective to the post-apocalyptic a post-apocalyptic genre. Uh, easy for me to say, after what they believe to be an oversaturation of dark dystopian fiction released since the original comics, but I don't disagree with all, any of that. Yeah. Uh, July of 2020 was when filming was done. Um, and filming in New Zealand, uh, filming was halted in October uh, due to COVID uh, and continued in mid-December. So, I mean, like, look, it, I think that due to when it was filmed, when it was accepted by Netflix, things like that, I mean, no, they're not saying we're going to do this as a direct response to the pandemic, but there are certain parallels, certainly, in in some of the dialogue and some of the actions that are like, yeah, th- those are what we've been experiencing for the last 15 months, you know? Yeah. So I will say though, luckily, uh, at least I never experienced it. Um, when somebody was infected, we didn't burn them in their entire house. We did. I mean, uh, <laughs> like in my neighborhood, that's what we did. Sorry. No, no I, I kid folks. Uh, obviously. <laughs> um, no, that's, that's taking it a bit to the extreme level. Um, I also saw where, in part of the marketing for this, they had a woman in with one of the babies from the show, which I think was like part hawk or, you know, it was, it was definitely bird hybrid, things like that. Uh, yeah. and, and those babies, come to find out, they're not real. They're animatronic. Uh, but right, I know. it's a, Well, but I mean, they weren't like putting prosthetics on babies. <laughs> Which also they, makes they, it. They tried. It was it was cheaper just to do animatronics. <laughs> it was a lot less fussing. Um, yeah. But you know they had uh, or like going up and down the boardwalk or beach or something like that, wherever it was, uh, with this animatronic you know creature in in their stroller, and and people were like, you know, let's just put it this way: a wide range of acceptance to uh, what the hell is that. <laughs> Type of responses, uh, you know. So, people are people. We are creatures of uh, of uncertain reactions to uncertain situations. I, so, I, I I'm sure this is going to sound bad or make myself look bad, and that's fine. But there was a scene in there where I for, they were going they were going to do something with Sweet Tooth. I can't remember. They were, uh, they needed like his blood or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they, they stopped. They're like, oh, no, we need him for something else. And then they brought in, like, this lizard kid. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, that lizard kid is, like, ugly as fuck. Just <laughs> you can do whatever you want with him. The, he had, like, 
everybody else had like you know like oh he just has antlers so they have wings this kid had a lizard face and lizard eyes right I'm sorry yeah I, I definitely felt like uh, um and i don't know what the doctor was seeing in in sweet tooth to be like you know we'll, we'll hold on to him but then he goes and gets that, that like bone saw out <laughs> like oh that gets yeah. toast but there is i think there is a it's a human condition where mm-hmm. if it if it looks less human we're likely to treat oh, yeah. it a little less than yeah right right yeah, or wrong uh, yeah. and probably wrong oh, but. oh absolutely i mean i'm, I'm i think they've done studies on that um especially like you're, you're, there's certain characteristics you're drawn to mm. um, in, in a um, parental type of, like, I want to nurture and care for this thing. Yeah. Uh, and Disney knows all about this, too. And a lot of children's films, like, the big eye, there's a reason when you see babies or, you know, a cartoon drawn, they have big eyes. And there's, I don't know, like, maybe a small nose or something like that, different features. I can't remember. But it, that's where kind of pre-programmed to go, I want to take care of that thing. What about a swashbuckling goatee? Well, I say you grow, keep growing it out, buddy. I'm I'm almost to the point where I can curl up the sides. Do you got to get some beard wax and, and wax it up? Yeah, I wonder how that would go going into appointments. I I said to a coworker, I said to coworker, I'm like, I'm getting to the point where I almost look like a, a cartoon villain. <laughs> You're gonna buy this <laughs> because. You have a lot of things to lose. It'd be yeah. horrible if something happened to this nice house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but Sweet Tooth, if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, please do so. Uh, it's it's right there on Netflix. And I think, Mike, with that, we're at the end of our show. I think so. So, um, I have an idea. Now, it's not a great idea, Mike, but it is an idea nonetheless. Okay. I feel like when we get into casting episodes, mm-hmm. uh, we tend to go back to sometimes the same names on mm-hmm. uh, uh, because that that have you know been in genre already. Like Katie Sackoff will get picked up a lot because she's she's very genre friendly, you know, uh, or you know Chris Evans or Chris Pratt or Chris Hemsworth or Chris Pine. God dang, there's too many fucking Chris's. Um, <laughs> But I had an idea for for a, a spin on the casting, and that would be maybe we'll try to do this on YouTube in the near future because uh, I know you have another YouTube idea lined up that I, I'm looking forward to exploring. But maybe somebody out there in the world gives us the actor slash actress, okay. and 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 we say who, what character they should play in an MCU or DCU or otherwise. Okay. Rather than the other way around where someone's like, yeah. oh, who should play Batman for the 18th time? Right. John Hamm. Obviously. So, so it's an idea. Like it. Yep. I like uh, it. We'll, we'll uh, put that invitation out there on YouTube or something like that in a short mm-hmm. thing. But um, be thinking about that, folks. And Mike, be thinking about whatever it is you feel like thinking about the rest of this week. All right. Okay. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Nerds United. We thank you for spending uh, valuable time in your life with us, and we look forward to uh, sharing some more of our time with you in the very near future. So for uh, my good friend and and co-host of the year, Michael Luther, I'm Greg Mahochko, and we remind you 
all the time here on Nerds United, simply to be kind. And rewinds. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. <laughs> <laughs>